I've got plenty to be thankful for. I haven't got great big yacht to sail from shore to shore. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got plenty to be thankful for. No private car, no caviar, no carpet on my floor. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got eyes to see with, ears to hear with, arms to hug with, lips to kiss with, someone to adore. How could anybody ask for more? My needs are small, I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. This is In the Know for Tuesday, November 23, the 327th day of 2021. There are 38 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will uh, get you ready for more Thanksgiving-type things. We'll tell you uh, what people will and won't be doing for this Thanksgiving holiday. And we'll just kind of get you rung into the uh, holiday season a couple days away. Now that and a whole lot more coming up today here on the end. The No settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I think I'm battling a sinus infection or cold or something, so, Some kind of but cold. I'm good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you sound uh, symptomatic of... Uh, of maybe I guess it's just that time of year. Uh, are you stressed because of Thanksgiving and getting ready for Thanksgiving? I mean, a little bit, but but not anything crazy. It can be stressful for people hosting or who have lots to do to prepare for Thanksgiving, mostly because there are so many Thanksgiving fails to worry about. Uh, running out of time while preparing dinner is the number one fail that people worry about the most. Uh, not all of the food being ready at the same time is the second most common Thanksgiving fail. That's followed by running out of wine, dropping a dish on the floor, and forgetting an important ingredient in one of the main dishes. Those are the most popular or most common Thanksgiving fails. Makes sense? I can sense? see that. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, if you get to Thursday morning and realize you don't have poultry seasoning. <laughs> well, poultry seasoning is an important component of several things. That are related to Thanksgiving. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Clarkson. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm well. I know you were tired yesterday. I bet you're even more tired today because you stayed up all night scrutinizing the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame uh, ballot, <laughs> the nominees. I looked into that a little bit yesterday. Yeah? Uh, just a little bit, and I don't know who I'd vote for. You Not sure who you would and uh, would not? 
I can I say that I'm not sure I can say this in this room without getting something thrown at me, but David Ortiz would probably be one of my votes. Well, okay, and then Scott Rowland would probably be my other vote. You would put David Ortiz in, but not A Rod. Uh, a Rod has been caught. A Rod, I would vote for. No, I mean I'm not sure that there'd be a player I'd vote for before I vote for A Rod or like after A Rod. Huh. Interesting. I'd vote for Yadier Molina before that, and as a Cincinnati Red fan, that's like, whew, okay, that's tough. So, so let me A-Rod's ask you. A-Rod's been caught multiple times cheating. More importantly, though, this is the last round for Barry Bonds, Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa, and Roger Clemens, So, or what I would call the Andro generation. So do they, do they deserve in, or do they, do they need to be left out as an example? In my opinion, until you allow Pete Rose in, you can't allow them in. Okay. Because Pete Rose did not cheat. I mean, he, he, but on the red, I mean, does Pete Rose deserve to be banned? We can go into that argument, but I mean, you know, he served his time and everything, but I don't see how it's fair that, you know, two of the greater players in Shoeless Joe Jackson and Pete Rose can't be in the Hall of Fame when nothing that they did impacted the game on the field that they played compared to, you know, and we don't know how much steroids happened, but look at the picture of Barry Bonds <laughs> when he came in the league versus when he All right. left. Let me simplify Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame. Let's just say Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame. Then I would sit and think about it more. <laughs> okay. I would sit and think about it more. But, You're still uh, on the fence. Barry Bonds, okay. when he started versus when he ended, is how a lot of people will look at about 2 o'clock Thursday versus at about 5 o'clock Thursday. <laughs> uh, swole is what they uh, got to be. Hey, weather-wise, as we uh, turn the corner and head into Thanksgiving, sunny but cool day ahead, the, col- the coldest morning certainly of the season. Uh, it was. I saw the low at 19 in Elizabethtown this morning. 22 was the lowest temperature I saw here between the lakes this morning, but your mileage may vary. You might have dipped below 22. But it was a cold morning. Uh, Thanksgiving Day looks like a cold front will bring rain to the region. Then on Black Friday, sunny with pre-dawn cold wind chills early on uh, Friday morning. But it looks like uh, sunny and a high of 47 today, mostly clear, low of 32 tonight. Increasing clouds for tomorrow and a high of 56, so it uh, doesn't look too bad for the salute to the American farmer that's tomorrow. Uh, I'll be at uh, Wilson and Muir Bank between 11 and 1. And, and you got the best day of the week here of these yeah, next 10 the, days. The pick, of the, the pick of the week there, going to be blessed with good weather for that tomorrow and looking forward to resuming our tradition. We did it We did it virtually, did it kind of on air last year, but uh, actually you didn't back, get your burger last back year, to though, doing it in person. Well, as far as you know, I didn't get my oh. burger. I might have had <laughs> minions procuring a burger for me. Me. Uh, learning more this morning, uh, learned more in the last 24 hours about that tragedy in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, that uh, happened on Sunday. The SUV driver who plowed into a Christmas parade in suburban Milwaukee, killing at least five people and injuring 48, was leaving the scene of a domestic dispute that had taken place just minutes earlier. Police Chief Dan Thompson said there was no evidence that bloodshed Sunday was a terrorist attack or that the suspect, Daryl Brooks Jr., knew anyone in the parade, and he acted alone. Has a lengthy criminal history. One of the things on his rap sheet is attempting to run over a significant other with his vehicle. He also is apparently a, I I don't know if wannabe is a proper term, because I saw some video yesterday of him rapping in a music video and a red SUV that looks... um, Pretty much exactly like the one used in the uh, in that uh, in that incident on Sunday is in the video. So, um, I don't. Th- 
to me, it sounds like there's not much question on whether it was him, and doesn't sound like um, it doesn't sound like we have to go too far into his past to find other instances of where he might have been using a vehicle as a weapon. But it just it just kind of goes back to um, we're going to have to spend the next decade fixing a lot of things, but some of them do include our criminal justice, like. We've got to figure out ways to try and protect our society and our world and our country from people like this by turning them loose when they either haven't been rehabilitated, haven't learned their lesson. And I understand you can't always predict future behavior by someone because they served a sentence. But we've either we've got criminal justice all wrong somehow. It's not it's not serving the intended purpose, which is modifying behavior to the good, and I'm not sure we're really going to have to take a a uh, twenty thousand foot view of trying to fix all these issues, and they're all webbed together. You know, some will say, "Well, poverty plays a role in that, and lack of education plays a role in that," and there are many contributors. But we got to figure this out because locally, you got people who they get arrested for something, then they get turned loose almost immediately, and then within days they're back out <laughs> doing the same thing, endangering people on the roads. And so now you've got this guy who, you know, probably didn't deserve to be uh, uh, with us, you know, among us. So I don't I don't know, it's just sad. You you see the pictures of the 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 Golden Grannies dance group they're just out there. They're people that you know are older in life, and they're just out celebrating the arrival of the holiday season. And some jack wagon comes through here, driving at a high rate of speed, just wiping people out. It's just ridiculous. Just unbelievable. It's probably an understatement. I don't. I don't know that there are words to describe it. Not ones that I really should say. And can't say on the radio. Right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Governor Bashir said yesterday that new COVID nineteen cases continue to be on the rise in Kentucky, but nothing like the skyrocketing cases that have been reported in parts of Europe. If you've not been paying attention, yeah, I was uh, hearing some of Germany. Yeah, Austria has gone on lockdown as of yesterday. Greece has imposed a wide range of new restrictions due to a spike in COVID cases there. Other European countries are also reporting a surge of new cases. And what I don't know, and I've not done enough research on to know, is this their Delta spike or is this something different? Is this, this Dana? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you, there have been in the in the waves of the sea, like the rolling sea that is the pandemic. We've seen people be in different ebbs and flows of different geographies around the world. What I don't know if this increase in Europe is what we lived through in September and October, and um, or if this is something else on the horizon. But the governor said just because it's happening in Europe doesn't mean it has to happen here. He said the numbers here are not just creeping up at the moment, pointing out that the number of new cases on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday were the highest they have been in at least four weeks. Yesterday, 822 new cases reported. There were also 44 more deaths. That brings us to 10,707 Kentucky deaths. Positivity rate on November 1st was 5.03. Yesterday, it was 6.56. So I think there was one day we dipped under 5. I think it was on Halloween. I think it was actually on October 31st that we got just barely under 5. But then since then have been increasingly going back in the other direction. The hospital census, 809 Kentuckians hospitalized. 203 were in ICU, 101 on a ventilator, 
Uh, if we can get that ventilator number down under 100 and keep it there, then we'll be, uh, we'll be, you know, we'll really start to turn the corner on this. The positivity rate uh, for the the average positivity rate in the month of November has been 6.13. So there you there you go. Closer to home, Grayson County has released new numbers. Uh, cases in Grayson County have now topped 5,000. Since the beginning of um, the pandemic, 65 new cases uh, since the last update on the 15th of November. Four new verified deaths were also announced. Brings us officially to 99, but I think there will probably be a confirmation of a couple of more that will take us over 100 in the coming days. There are 67 active cases and two residents of Grayson County currently hospitalized down back on November 15th. I think we had none, uh, but now we're at, we're at two. Grayson County back in the red. Firmly at 29.2. Um, Edmondson County still low at 12.9. Breckenridge County still super high, though, at uh, you know 70.5 is where they were. Butler County's nearly 60%. So, got, you know, uh, if you're unvaccinated and you're out running around just doing whatever you want to on Thanksgiving, I just understand. I mean, you're, you're, you're taking some chances, and that's your decision to make. Um, but, you know, we're just sitting back trying to look at this fatality number. And really, we're trying to look at the ventilator number. Because once you go on a vent, you know, you're, you know, you're kind of in jeopardy of going, uh, you know, uh, the, the wrong way. I'm worried that come Christmas, we'll be hitting a third spike from Thanksgiving. We could. And, and, you know, the trick will be if you look at pandemics, period, you see, you see humps, you see a big one. And then you see, and then they get smaller as they go. But there are still these little rollers at the end, and this might be, we could be still in those Because yeah, I like this rollers. picture that, sh- that you sent me this morning. That I found it really interesting because we keep hearing the, the humps, and this just really made me be able to visually see, mm-hmm. look at it. And the most interesting part about this is that this is almost, the Kentucky COVID cases are inverted, really. They're the opposite of what you should see because in 2020, Kentucky had at a high in you know January and February 26,800 cases, but had uh, 30,680 in September. So our September 2021 numbers and totals were higher than what we would have considered the worst of it back over the winter period. And so you almost need to turn this 180 degrees around to be what pandemics normally look like, but because that's a big spike that we've just been through in, in uh, August, September, and October. Police are searching for a woman last seen being dropped off at Jumpin' Jack's truck stop in Morgantown. They are searching for a Muhlenberg County woman who disappeared in Butler County. 32-year-old Samantha Bratcher was last seen being dropped at the truck stop at uh, on South Main Street in Morgantown on Saturday, November 13th. Bratcher has been diagnosed with mental illness and her left eye, uh, and had her left eye removed about three weeks ago. So uh, you can see a photograph of her at k105.com, or if you're watching with us, if you have uh, information or uh, have seen anything in regard to uh, Samantha Bratcher, Butler County Dispatch's number is two seven zero five two six three two two six. The Grayson County High School. Family, Career, and Community Leaders of America chapter recently brought home over $200,000 in potential scholarship money. The chapter at the high school traveled to Washington, D.C. 
and brought home the potential for what would equate to two hundred thousand dollars in scholarships for wow. these participants. The chat, it is right. a lot. The agenda while on the trip included the National Fall Conference. I uh, had students who placed in the top fifteen in the nation in their respective competitive categories. Uh, you can you can see them obviously if you're watching, but you can read all the detail at k105.com. But just to say congratulations to the first place finishers, uh, Abby Smith, Holly Hagen, uh, Mary Kerr, and Jordan Grant, all first place finishers. But uh, the entire chapter doing very well in competition. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I'd dude. name them all, but it turns into a laundry list and. You'd be reading names the rest of the day? For a while, it would feel like graduation. <laughs> a Western Kentucky University professor received an award from China's Ministry of Science for his work on water resources in poor regions. Longtime professor Chris Groves was given the Friendship Award, which China bestows on foreign experts who contribute to the country's economic and social progress. Groves is a professor of hydrology, uh, hydrogeology, that's different than hydrology, mm-hmm hydrogeology at WKU. The university said he has studied southwest China's karst regions, which are similar to Kentucky's underground caverns, sinkholes, and caves. He's been to China 39 times. Wow. Over 25 years. Oh, yeah. We, 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 were, we went there while well, we were all Western. You know, we studied all about the southwest China geology karst system. To show off my impressive math skills, 39 times in 25 years is more than once per year. Look at that. And people only said you were good at English. <laughs> I know. Looking, just flexing my math muscle right there. Uh, didn't get to mention yesterday, did uh, have the detail, but uh, got busy and didn't get to it. A 10-year-old Kentucky boy who was shot in the chest at his home has died. Emergency crews were called to the home in Shelbyville on Sunday afternoon. The boy, whose name was not released, was taken to a hospital and later pronounced. The circumstances of the shooting are uh, were unclear. I think they uh, they were looking for a person of interest. They had identified. They Did they him, find him yesterday? And from what I understand, they've ruled it an accident at this moment. I mean. That was what I heard yeah. on KNN. In fact, because, and I'm sure you're getting to it in, in a moment, I listened to the U.K. game last night, uh, yeah. and uh, I heard a KNN update that said that they found him and they have ruled it an accidental shooting as of right now. I know. I understand accidents happen. I really do. I hate to say that. It's just hard to imagine. And, and I don't know. They, did, they didn't have any of the details or anything as to why it was an accident or, or what happened. I don't know. It's terrible. You know how you keep gun accidents from happening? Don't point guns at people where they can shoot pe- other people. I mean, I know it's... I know that's simplistic to say, and I don't know the circumstance, but when you hear about a young boy being shot in the chest and it being an accident, it's like, I I don't know. It's, it's hard to imagine the circumstance, and it's certainly regretful and sad to hear. Ty uh, Ty Washington last night scored 20, and uh, the number 10 Kentucky tops Albany 86-61. to It was closer than 86-61. Like, they really didn't put them away. Until late, it felt it was, it was one of those games though that it never felt like that they were ever in doubt. You know, it was never like you ever had to worry about it. And I'm not sure if it was more just I didn't feel that way because I was listening to it. So it's a different level of maybe. But, but Albany uh, would just kept hanging around, uh-huh. and Ty uh, Ty Washington, in true Ty Ty fashion, quietly 
gets 20 points. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't really the wasn't really the standout. But uh, you would think that at the rate that Albany is hanging around Kentucky, that it might be Albany from Clinton County in Kentucky, <laughs> because but it's not. Um, they will face Eastern Illinois tomorrow in the Eastern Kentucky Invitational. Mm-hmm. So they've been playing in the Kentucky Classic. And now they say, well, we like it around here in the bluegrass. We're just going to hang around. Well, and they played play. Eastern Saturday, this they, past Saturday. They did play uh-huh. EKU on Saturday. And uh, Cats will host North Florida on Friday night. The Ospreys, I think. I think that's right. Another one of those who's who parade parades, you know. Uh, the Cards, uh, Univell Cardinals, are uh, clicking on offense. But I think. Coach Satterfield is talking about how they couldn't have played much better offensively against Syracuse and Duke. You know, they scored 41 points on Syracuse. They scored uh, 62 points on Duke. But I think we could get out there and score 40 on Duke. Yeah, that's kind of one of those, uh, if you put the varsity football team against, say, the fifth-grade junior pro team, they'd score like 1,000 points. And so I, I think that may be a touch of fool's gold because Kentucky has at least the 27th best defense in the country. And it's a defense that's constructed to play in the SEC, which is not the ACC. So I don't see L putting up that many points. I don't see him putting up 60. I could see him putting up 35 or 40, though. Maybe. I think it's going to be a shootout. I Will think this it'll be, be an entertaining game. Could this potentially be the next to like the penultimate Governor's Cup game? There's a lot of talk with the SEC and the Power Five conferences. Well, I think you'll, going you'll at least nine. have one more. You'll, have you'll, one, at least right. ha- you'll at least have next year and potentially the year after that. I Listen, and, and, and I'd say this, I will play Louisville, and I would almost take the shot of losing to Louisville before beating Chattanooga every year. Yeah, it, or Murray. I would or, feel better about where we are, but here, here's kind of where I was thinking this morning: is that if you're a contender in the SEC, I'm fine with not playing Louisville. But the Governor's Cup arrived at a time when Kentucky needed something to hang their hat on because they were not going to compete in the SEC, so they needed something, and that was to play Louisville each year. So at least you had bragging rights. For that, I but if you're going to be competitive in the SEC East, then I've got other things to cheer and, and be proud of than playing the Cardinals. And see, I just think it's—I hate the argument of, well, we got to get those wins because we need them to get bowl eligible. I'd rather play West Virginia or Indiana than who—who who was the MAC Toledo or Akron or whoever it was the the MAC mm-hmm. team that we played and. Yeah. I don't know. That's, I know I'm in the minority of some Kentucky fans, but I'd rather I'd almost rather go five and seven, miss a bowl game, but play Louisville, West Virginia, Indiana, uh, than go six and six, go to the Music City Bowl, and you know play. I don't even know. Play Boston College. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I just I'm in the minority. I know. If you're just stair stepping up in prominence, then I'm okay with. We decide, you know, but all these top schools play, play their rivals. It's true. Florida plays Florida State. Never we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Espresso day, not espresso. Don't say espresso. It's espresso. <laughs> not sure I've ever actually had one of those. <laughs> Reminds me, I need some coffee. Hold on. 
Well, have you seen the? Well, I enjoyed Dido. Here. Did you watch the video what? that KSR released of Mark Stoops making his <laughs> with his new espresso machine? I think I did see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did it have mayo in it? No, okay. no, no mayo in there. All right. But so uh, he's I got his froth w- milk. I actually worked in Barnes and Noble in the cafe part. Okay. And made espresso hmm. okay. at one point. Yeah, but thank little... you for playing Dotto. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for playing Thank You by Dido. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you're welcome. You know how much I love Dido. Yeah. It's uh, Eat a Cranberry Day today. Native to North America, cranberries are grown in bogs, primarily in New England. Give me my hip waders and let me wade in. <laughs> when the, by the way, um, I read this morning that the proper uh, level of ripeness of a cranberry, you need to be able to bounce it like a basketball. If when a cranberry is the uh, proper ripe, then you can. So do you I need can, to take it over to the Cougar Den or something can, and start throwing up some it. shots? I mean, you can. I mean, yeah, you can um, try it on the hardwood. It also is Fibonacci Day today. If you uh, read Dan Brown, uh, any of the um, uh, what is it? any it's, of the Dan Brown books, the Fibonacci sequence yeah, one 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 two five. It's one one two three. Yeah, okay. uh, it's because the first series of numbers in the Fibonacci sequence are one one two three, and the sequence is adding. Is uh, created by adding the previous two numbers to get the third number, so it begins as one one two three five uh, eight thirteen right. twenty one thirty four fifty five eighty nine and then one forty four. Oh, Keep going. Well, I want to take up all your time today, <laughs> well, Sam. You already showed off your math prowess in the first segment. I, I thought I showed off quite a bit right there. So I mean, especially to to do it on the fly. We've spent a lot of time the last couple of weeks talking about the Thanksgiving foods. Like the things that will be being served on the Thanksgiving table, you know, counting it down, looking forward to it. I have learned uh, that um, there, I've learned what two thirds of Americans will not be serving on their Thanksgiving table this year, and that's politics. <laughs> uh, a Quinnipiac University poll says that 66% of adults are hoping to avoid conversations about politics at the dinner table this year a sentiment that includes both Democrats, Republicans, and also independents as well. While 21% say they are looking forward to hashing out their political views while feasting on fixings, 68% of Republicans, 66% of Democrats, and 69% of independents say they want to leave politics at the dining room door. So you're not going to change anyone's mind, most likely. Well, see, it's always funny because at my family's Thanksgiving, this is kind of giving away inside football, that the, the kids' table, once we hit the point of, like, everyone was in high school, it was interesting that a bunch more of the adults came to join us mm. because there was no mm. political discussion mm. happening at our table. Yeah, you got to keep the, the fair. Uh-huh. The, the, the debate fair was more of uh, uh, should UK and U of L play every year uh-huh. and uh, things like that. that Luckily, that wasn't, that wasn't one of them. We, we got some Florida holiday. fans in my household. Oh, so I see. Well, I thought maybe at your house you debated whether Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame or not be in the Hall of Fame and things like that. Or the best way to serve chili. I can see where you all would debate that. Spaghetti with cheese on top, (laughs) finally shredded shredded cheddar. I'm well aware of your position. I have a feeling you might have. That is the only correct Uh, answer. Are you sure? Yes. Your family agrees on that 100%? Uh, my direct family, yes. <laughs> okay. I don't uh, care about the rest of their opinions. Right. Uh, so it did pave the uh, it it did beg the question: What do people who hate Thanksgiving food eat on Thanksgiving? 
You know, people that don't like turkey. There are people that don't like ham. And there see, are people I, that don't want to cook. What do they? I say that I, I mean, I can eat turkey. It's it's not my like you're giving me a list of choices. It's not at the top of my list, but it's not like I hate it by any means. Why are you holding up your hand? Well, I'm waiting to answer. Okay. Okay. So Chandler. Uh-huh. From friends, uh-huh. so it's grilled cheese, yeah. it's um, Doritos, it's... DoorDash has provided information on the top 20 ordered items on Thanksgiving. This is based on 2019 and 2020 data. They do, by the way, sell and deliver a lot of traditional Thanksgiving meals, but people decide to outsource it and have it brought to them instead of cooking it themselves, and so maybe they can avoid some of the, the fails. Uh, peach mango pie... Dinner rolls, sirloin steak, what? potato wedges, roasted turkey, spaghetti, cornbread muffin, mac and cheese, pesto pasta, Ooh. and fried chicken were listed as uh, the top Peach ten. Peach mango pie? I've never heard of that. Nor have I. I, uh, I like both of those things, so um, I, mean, I presume it'd be decent. They go on in the top 20. Bolognese, uh, horchata, fish and chips, turkey potato balls, and... Um, turkey potato balls? That's what it says. Turkey potato balls. So I got introduced to something. So if you really want to go crazy for Thanksgiving, and um, we, I eventually will do this, but so many choices, I'm not sure which one to choose. I learned on CBS Sunday morning, on Sunday, that uh, of a new app or a new service called Gold Belly. You familiar with this? I am not. It's a higher-end DoorDash, but it's mail order or courier order specialty foods from all over the country. So if you want brisket from Texas, you can have brisket from Texas so delivered like Cincinnati to your door. Chili. You could have you can have po'boys from straight from New Orleans. You can like from mm. the most famous places in New Orleans. If you want true Chicago style like Donato's pizza, they will send you Chicago deep dish style and so you can get desserts. Philly you can so steak. you want beignets. If you want beignets from Cafe Du Monde, Philly cheesesteaks, they show how they do those from Philly, is they make them and then they flash freeze them and they ship them to you and then you put them in the oven. And so it's kind of expensive, but if you really want something in particular. So is this how you're now doing your Super Bowl menu? It is not. <laughs> um, now, I have been doing mail order, but I've been doing seafood for uh, lobster mac and cheese for quite some time. I can't. And it's expensive, but worth it. But I can't do that for everything that we're doing. But it is a nice little, you know, the, there are a lot of restaurants, a lot of these classic restaurants in large cities. This is what kept their doors open during the pandemic was their <clears throat> ability to continue to make food and ship it directly to consumers around the country. Well, I was going to say, like, if we were still stuck at home with it being COVID and it was our anniversary, mm-hmm. we might look into something like this and and pay the extra monies to have it. That's right. It's, but it's not an everyday thing. Yeah, it's that not we something do. you could do every no, day. It's a special occasion kind of thing. Yeah. But for it's instance, not like a Blue Apron or one of those where you right, sign up. Right. For right. It's not one of. The, it's not a meal service that you have all the time. It's special occasion types of things. But say, for instance, and that's a perfect example, you know, if you wanted to, you know, the, where you had your first dinner or something like that. Where, what was it called again? Uh, Gold Belly. And um, you, they will send you three Chicago-style deep dish pizzas, which are, you know, thick. They're like no, the size oh, of cakes. Oh, yeah. For $99. And I thought, that's really not 
I mean, you would pay $33 a piece for them in the restaurant. So I just... Yeah, uh, somebody that just went to Chicago, it's pretty much about that. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah, so anyway, I thought it was neat. I learned that that service was available. ever too. Oh, to, to make oh, it and get goodness. it to you. Yeah. Uh, I also, for those of us who are preparing dinner, uh, just a reminder, never deep fry a frozen turkey. Oh. You know the old adage, oil and water don't mix? That's especially true when it comes to turkeys. Uh, in fact, the probably the most important thing about frying a turkey is making sure you get it properly thawed and you get the ice, any potential ice chunks you get those out of the cavity of the bird because there will, are plenty of videos on YouTube where you can see deep-frying turkey fails. So just be prepared as you uh, go into Thanksgiving if you're going to fry, which I am doing. Well, I've watched a couple of the videos. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Yep. And do it outside. Absolutely. Even, even if outside, you have, it's still a little bit scary. Yeah, even, even if you have what's labeled an indoor fryer. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Uh, I Also, speaking of turkeys, 5,706 whole turkeys are going to be served to our U.S. Armed Forces troops around the world. Good. On Thursday, 59,666 pounds of roasted turkeys, 99,187 pounds of beef. So that's like 5,700 whole turkeys, but then... Uh, uh, ten times that in roasted turkeys, the uh, pounds of beef, almost 100,000 pounds, almost 52,000 pounds of ham, 44,000 pounds of shrimp, 38,000 pounds of sweet potatoes, 68,000 pounds of pies and cakes, and 23,000 gallons of eggnog. Ugh. Wow. No thanks. Yeah, no, I'll pass on the eggnog. I hope the troops like it. They can have mine. Send that- the troops all of my eggnog if they want it. Don't give it to them if they I'll, don't want it. I don't want to saddle them with it. I'm just I'll telling you. I'll give that up as well. They can they can have mine. And then I would also like to uh, give a tip of the cap to Target because Target, again, announces they will close their stores every Thanksgiving going forward. And I hope that's a trend that sets in. I know other major retailers are as well, but it took one to do it and the rest of them to follow suit that we can set aside Thanksgiving to allow employees to be with their families on those days if they choose. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family. The kind of love a thousand miles can't wash away. Cause the older that I get, I see life short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving. Did you know the marshmallows in Lucky Charms? This is a factoid we can use to to teach our daughter. She loves suddenly Lucky Charms. The marshmallows in Lucky Charms are technically known as marbits. Hmm. Marshmallow bits. Marbits. Yeah, because they're not really fluffy. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. No, they're, they're um, more like compacted they're, they're or petrified yeah. marshmallows and small portions. Of Does that them mean she's going to get a box of the cereal? It's just the marshmallows then for Christmas. Mm. Well, so when she asked for them, mm-hmm. oh, did she ask for them? Oh, the marshmallow only box? No, no, no. Oh, she asked cereal. for Lucky Charms, and of course, Mark went and got her Lucky Charms. Mm-hmm. But I teased her and said, "You're only going to eat the marshmallows," and she said, "But Mama." I promise I've been eating the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) 
she might and she just has. she might get to the cereal part uh, to the cereal part later. But yeah, marbots is what they See, are. You got to eat the marshmallows fast because then they get kind of soggy and they're not as good. Mm, they get unpetrified. Uh-huh. Uh, and also a bonus bonus. Did you know today the day after tomorrow is actually called Overmorrow? So Thanksgiving is Overmorrow, or Overmorrow is Thanksgiving, day after tomorrow. Huh. So. You can you can be fancy, Sam. You knew that because of your British heritage. Yes. You knew over Morrow, I'm sure. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, let's see, Adele. I know um, we're continuing in the British talk. Adele breaks the 2021 sales record just three days after the release of 30. Uh, she has already had the biggest sales week of 2021 just three days after the album released. She dropped the new album on Friday, became the top-selling album of the year by the end of Sunday. No surprise there. Uh, I also, there was a, during Chart Toppers yesterday, we featured Dominique by the Flying Nun, to which your mother was correctly able to point out, your Sam, your mother, was mm-hmm. uh, whose name is Adele. She knew that the Flying Nun's guitar is named Adele. Mm-hmm. So that begs the question. Was your mother named for the guitar? No. Okay. She was named was after the guitar, my... Was the guitar named for your mother? Potentially. <laughs> but I no, my mother is not that old. Well, I mean, that's why I was wondering. This my was mom, 1963. My mom is only 26 years old. This, that's what she said. The chart topper was from 1963. So if the guitar was named Adele and your mother knows the Flying Nun's guitar is named Adele, I thought I could connect a dot there. No, I think my... I'm pretty sure it was my... Great grandma was Adele. Okay. Miss Buckles, are you happy to hear that Adele edged out Taylor Swift for best album of the year on sales? Listen, anybody uh, who edges out Taylor Swift, <laughs> you're happy with I'm that. Good. Uh, Adele also goes on to explain why she and Drake's friendship to her is one of the biggest gifts of her entire career. She said, I can say something to him and he won't judge me for it. So to have access to someone that's in the same position as me is like one of the biggest gifts of my entire career. So does that mean that we're going to get her at a U.K. game? Maybe. She suddenly become. I mean, she is from the U.K. It would make sense. She is a U.K. fan. And she now has fan. the Drake connection. She got the Drake you know, connection. Drake is a huge Kentucky fan. I, um, have you heard the Stapleton song yet? I have not. No, I, I have not. Uh, just I've not gone looking for it, but I was hoping someone would present it to me and say, here it is. Uh, the Dancing with the Stars season 30 winner was Iman Schumpert. 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 Mm-hmm. He's a basketball player. Huh. I've never heard of him. Plus but for I, the heat. But I, I see him there. He has 31 years of age. He won the Mirrorball Trophy. Yeah, he's like 7'1", I think, or something. Athletes like do very he's... well on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's not like he's a huge star, but... yeah. It, it, those that really follow the NBA know who he is, and I just kind of know who he is. I couldn't tell you where he went to college or anything. We are using stars very liberally these days, dancing with the stars, dancing with the people well, you might after, have heard after of. After you turned them down, they had to get deep Absolutely. into Absolutely. They're down on the D-list <laughs> celebrities now. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to, I think this is neat, he is going to receive the People's Champion Award at the People's Choice Awards. Well, that was his slogan. You know, The Rock, the People's Champion. So he's going to get a People's Champion Award at the People's Choice Awards. It seems to make sense to me. I still don't want him to play James Bond, but love him just the same. The Brit Awards will eliminate 
gendered categories in 2022. Good. Because here's the here, here's why I say. I found it hypocritical that the Hollywood community wants all actors to be called actors. They don't want to delineate between actors and actresses, but yet at the Oscars, they still gave trophies to best actor and best actress. Like they gave categories that were defined by gender. So if you want everybody in the same category, then award shows need to be half the length and they need to give away half the trophies. Yes. I agree. I'd never heard of the Brunel Awards before. Right now. They're like the equivalent of the Grammys. Yeah. Sure. I have no idea. I'd never heard of them until just right now. Sam, how much money are you making a monthly on, on doing cameos for people? Can we get you to do cameos? Are you available on the cameo? $14. 14 that's, that's your total or that's your rate? And I charge $35. $35 and you've made 14 Interesting. Uh, Brian Baumgartner, again this year mm-hmm. from the office, Kevin from the office, is still uh, the number one cameo star, earning over a million dollars this year at $225 a throw. Gilbert Gottfried is second at $450,000. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to say he costs $450 to get a get he, up. He costs $175. He may be one of the most annoying humans uh, oh, ever. Huh. Looks like we got to change his Christmas present, Christy. Uh, <laughs> Mick Foley. Former pro wrestler who played uh, Mankind as far as Cactus Jack and some of the others. he uh, Some other characters. He's $445,000 is what he's earned at $149 a Dennis throw. Dennis Cook in fourth. Uh, Kevin O'Leary is at four, the Shark Tank investor. Okay. He His is $1,500 per, and he's made $350,000. Wow. Michael Rappaport earned $300,000. Okay. Now, the opposite of the most <laughs> would be the least. Um, well, I don't know about the least, but Carol Baskin earned $150,000. Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance, oh, $122,000. surprised Carol Baskin didn't make more money than that. Uh, a little bit surprised. She probably did the year before. She probably Big Ed made a little bit more. more. Like better. And uh, Rudy Giuliani <laughs> made $11,000 on Cameo want? this year. Exactly. At $259. So we'll do the math, but $11,000 two Gilbert Gottfried's for that throw. It's like, wouldn't you rather have a Gilbert Gottfried than a Rudy Giuliani? I want Zazu. Like, I want, he's the voice of Zazu. I'll take that. I got Fiona the Hippo. (laughs) Okay, very good. We got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. And all that is for MB's point to ponder for today. What is the number one Thanksgiving movie? A few weeks ago, we talked about we went over some of the best. Is the Peanuts count as a movie? No, it's not a movie. Sorry. Even though it's an, in an hour long? Uh, I think it's half hour. Is it? Uh, I think it's half hour with commercials, actually. So it may be like 20 minutes, but which, by the way, is on Apple TV Plus again this year. Um, if you're looking for it. Isn't it also on PBS? Um, did PBS they, they work did, out a deal with them? But, but I think those airings have uh-huh. passed. So if you're looking for it now. The Rolling Stone magazine says that Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the best oh. Thanksgiving movie. And it's good. It is, but I don't. Where's your hand? 
right here. Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. He's way too young. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, so I have no idea. You've never seen Planes, no, Trains, and Automobiles? No way. So it takes nope. some time at some point. It's worth it. It's a yeah. John Hughes film. It's good. You'd like it. Um, Because isn't isn't the mom, is the mom also um, Mira? Is it Kevin McAllister's mom? Is she in she both those movies? I can't remember who the mom is who's uh, in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Maybe there's not a mom. Maybe I'm melding those two movies. Are there any others that you can think of that are... See, I can't think of any movies that I'd classify as a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. I mean, there are movies that have Thanksgiving in it, but I, I can't think of one. Not one that comes directly to mind of All right. being... If you come up with one, leave it in the comments section on uh, what uh, the best Thanksgiving movies are. The Bachelorette is on ABC tonight. The Voice is on NBC. The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is on Bravo. It's a series premiere of that. And on series premiere of HBO's a four-part documentary called Black and Missing. So that's what's on your entertainment horizon this evening. Did uh, did the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's win last night? They did. I didn't get to watch any of it. I was I was busy doing some other things. But thirty to ten or something. Today, but I saw that the list of guests were, was a was a random hodgepodge. Kevin Hart. I flipped through there and Kevin Hart was on it. And then did you see who their third guest was? I did not. Condoleezza Rice. Condi <laughs> I love Rice. that they went they went from from Kevin Hart to her. It's like that's that's two uh, opposite ends of the spectrum there. What um, was your why was your re, what was your reaction to Kevin Hart? Well, so I was looking down to find uh, and maybe the person you're thinking of is Layla Robbins. But anyway, as far as planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. But when I heard Kevin Hart, I walked through the bedroom. And Kevin Hart was on the TV, mm-hmm. but it was like football yeah, or something. Yeah, the Manning Brothers, yeah. Yeah. Was and it I was funny? Like, I didn't get to watch it. was. What, what I well, like was. I love him, but he, I stopped in my tracks because I was like, well, that's he, Kevin Hart. He said something like, he said, well, the one thing Tom Brady does well. You know, he's like going through critiquing. And he says, the one thing Tom Brady does well. I'm like, yeah, that's well, funny. Well, and then the the... Again, showing my ignorance when it comes to sports. Peyton was on the top yes. cube. Kevin Hart was yeah. in the middle cube. Eli okay. was in the bottom cube. But, and then the football game was on the right two, two-thirds mm-hmm. of the screen. But it did catch my attention. Yeah. So. So it's kind of like, I guess that makes me Peyton. It makes Sam Kevin Hart. And it makes you Eli if you're going across the screen that way, right? I guess. I guess. I find myself more of a... Kevin Hart. <laughs> okay. Today's highlighted history. Which be classified more as. This day, 1971, the People's Republic of China was seated in the UN Security Council. Uh, Roy Acuff died in Nashville this day, 1992. Joe Biden was declared the apparent winner of the presidential election a year ago today. Chuck Schumer is 71 today. Bruce Hornsby is 67. Robin Roberts is 61. Did you all hear Michael Strahan is going to space? I heard was were Rick and Bubba talking yeah, about that? Yeah, they were. Michael Strahan's going to be he's going to get to go to space and float around for a while. Good for him. Snooky uh Snooky is 34 today and uh Miley Cyrus is 29 today. Aren't they the same person? Talk about somebody that's fallen off the face of the earth. When's the last time you heard anything from Snooky? Um other than it being her birthday? Yeah, it's been a while. 
Probably last time you mentioned her on this show was a year, a year ago, ago when it was her birthday. Franklin Pierce, our 14th president, was born this date in 1804. Billy the Kid in 1859. Boris Karloff in 1887. Harpo Marx in 1888. Is he your favorite Marx brother? Harpo? Groucho. Groucho. Okay. It's the only oh, other one I can name. I was always more of a Chico kind of guy. Carl? Uh, no, that's just where I like to shop, is Chico's. Oh. <laughs> Chico's is a women's clothing store, isn't it? Yes. It, okay. it, uh, yes, it is. The Platters, number one, 1955. <laughs> I did once watch Chico and the Man on television. The Supremes, number one in 64 with Baby Love. Let's go to 1973 and Eddie Kendricks with Keep On Truckin'. I say that a lot. I wonder, but I don't know this song. I say, Keep On Truckin'. Maybe you do this song without even knowing you knew this maybe, song. Maybe, 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 um, yeah. Maybe my parents were listening to it and I didn't. It just kind of left an impression upon me. And forever. I do know this song. Oh dear. Lionel Richie, number one in 1982. I will be your The guy from American lover. Idol, right? The guy from American Idol. He, he is on American Idol. This is a true no, statement. I, I know Lionel Richie before American Idol. The guy who danced How, on the ceiling. Is he good on American Idol? Yeah, he's okay. good. That that cast is probably the best. Uh, I probably like Even them Luke better. Bryan. I can't do a Luke I Bryan. Like the, I like the... Uh, it's kind of like Brian and a turkey. Yeah, uh-huh. It's Luke Bryan. Brian, yeah. He, um, he got that real... Yeah, I think they... Um, I think that combination... Uh, is really good for it's good for the contestants and it's good for the audience. There's not that negative energy of Simon and no, uh, but, but Simon the three of them together. Simon had the perfect because he was Simon yeah. was good for the audience. Uh-huh. Simon was not good for the contestants. This makeup is good for both entities involved, including but see, themselves. When I think. you had Simon, you also had Paula, who was never going to say anything negative about anybody. Hmm. And then you had Randy Jackson. Dog. Dog. Little pitchy dog. PM Dawn number one this day, 1991. And Ellen. The one year. Steven Tyler, Mariah Carey, Harry Connick Jr., Keith Urban. Mm-hmm. A bunch of washouts. Mm-hmm. 2009. Lady Gaga number one with paparazzi. And three years ago today, Ariana Grande number one with thank you next. All right, there you go.
MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. We should certainly count our blessings, but we should also make our blessings count. We should certainly count our blessings, but we should make our blessings count. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.